You're listening to In The Lead, the podcast for real estate pros looking to grow their business. Whether you're new to the business or a seasoned pro, we come to you each week with the latest technology and online strategies to help you sell more, work less, and make a difference in your community through your real estate business. This show is brought to you by Easy Agent Pro, creators of Lead Sites, the ultimate lead generation website for agents. For show notes and links, check out EasyAgentPro slash podcast. Good afternoon, good evening, and good morning. Wherever you are, you are listening to the In The Lead podcast. I am your host, Chris McHale, and as always, I have the beautiful, the man, the beautiful, the legend, the legendary, the stunningly handsome Eugene Allen. How you doing, man? Doing good. How about you today, Chris? Glad to be here. It's yeah, it's Friday. Can't complain too much. It's been busy, but uh, it's been good. How about you? How's everything going in in uh, Supportland? Everything is going all right, I must say. Um, we're doing, you know, just taking care of business here in 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one month down almost, actually. That's pretty crazy already. Right? No did kidding. You, uh, did you invest in the stock market <laughs> like um, everybody's been doing? <laughs> yeah, right? No kidding. I must might have missed that boat, but who knows? Let's uh, let Today, we're not going to talk about real estate websites or anything. We're just going to talk stocks and what the most obnoxious ones are to invest in right now. How about that? That sounds like a fun Yeah, podcast. right? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Today we're actually going to talk about IDX on your website and how to optimize it for SEO, for Google specifically, um, and other little tips and tricks on what you can use your IDX service for on the site. Um, one of the first things I want to talk about is uh, SEO optimization for uh, things like neighborhoods uh, and niches. So one of the tools that we really highlight that EAP has and you need to make sure you can find something very relatable if you're using a third party or if you're creating your own website. Featured area pages, huge, right? Um, these are one of those things that, it, that we've said it before, we'll say it again, it will continue to sound like revolving records. There's no silver bullet around it. You need to type up information in these pages, and more importantly, you need to optimize that metadata and optimize the, re- the indexing uh, power that those pages have. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, it's a no-brainer, right? You want to be the um, authority in your area, right? So I'm here in Albuquerque. You guys probably already know that. I would definitely want to make sure that I'm building out all of my neighborhood pages to map out my area so that when people are, you know, Googling Albuquerque homes for a pool with a pool under a million dollars, I might show up in the search results. Right. Yeah, I think um, this is something that it is a little bit of a blood, sweat, and tear type technique. Um, You know, uh, one of the tips that we can recommend is optimizing the content for like the term moving to or living in. Um, Those are really, really good options because obviously if you just put in like Albuquerque, you know, not only are you competing with real estate agents who've done the same thing, but you're also competing for other companies that are just using Albuquerque as that keyword. Um, So finding those niches uh, is also crucial right? Um, pools in the area is a really great one. I think neighborhoods, uh, specifically around schools, is a really, really good one. Um, I also think that, uh, you know, uh, uptown, downtown, east side, west side, things like that tend to resonate a little bit more with people than just saying like a specific city, a specific township and things like that. Albuquerque is a really good example, but that's the cool thing, right? You can think micro or macro with it. If you wanted to strictly do the whole city, you could do that. If you wanted to strictly do a township, you could do that. If you wanted to do a street, you could do that. So these are really good pages. The big thing that I recommend as far as content creation, and I don't know if you agree or disagree with me on this, 
is you want to make sure that you have the unemployment rate, you want to make sure you have the average home cost, and probably like the total population of the area would be a good one. Also big businesses that hire. Wherever that business is located, that's another thing that you want to highlight. What Definitely. Yeah, no, those are all good suggestions, right? Like that, totally, yeah. I, I would add on to that one thing that I'm seeing a lot of people um, create as like markets, as it were, is new developments. So right. it might be that you don't necessarily have a, you can't really pull anything from the MLS or from the IDX there, right? But you can still write like really great content saying, hey, look, this is a coming soon um, neighborhood, it's going to be in high demand because then when right. people are Googling this new development, you're totally going to be top of the search results, right? Because you're the one that's already on top of it, writing articles about it. Right. Yeah. A little win is always, I think, way more valuable than a big win because you can, I mean, it's like throwing dice with a big win, right? With as search engine optimization, you can maybe land on it and get lucky. Who's to say how long it'll last with everybody else competing for that space? But if you're thinking a little bit more micro when it comes to neighborhoods and things like that, well, there's a million of them out there. That's true. But the more of them you put out there, your your sphere of influence expands exponentially when you do that. Um, so I agree with you. Another cool idea that I've seen is like people who like Dustin and Karen who've targeted an SEO blogs about IDX and things like that. Um, new mover, they tar like they'll run an advertisement or they'll specifically target new movers, ready to move those types of people. Um, that kind of you know it's a it's a nice broad br uh, brush brush stroke. Say that five times fast. Uh, it's it's a nice right. uh, way to cover a large amount of people in a narrow niche, which is really neat. So I like that one as well. Um, anything else you want to talk about with like SEO optimization um, or anything like that? Um, no, I think we pretty much covered it as far as that. So yeah, I think we're good there. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that the next big thing too that we can talk about really quick, uh, force registration. There's a lot of talk about if it's beneficial for your site, if it's going to harm you. Um, I'm, I am of the opinion that when it comes to lead locks, I think that it's a waste of time. I think it actually scares people off. I am of the opinion, however, that if you set it, if you set the IDX search to a soft lock, meaning that they have the option to opt out of the form, but it still pops up. I think that that's probably the best route to go. Um, I, I, I like the idea of let, letting them, and that's the cool thing about EAP is it allows them to do a search. It allows them to click on multiple listings before the pop-up appears. Uh, so I think giving them a try, basically a miniature trial run of how the searches work on your site will benefit you greatly in comparison to not having it on or just doing a, a hard set lock where before they search, it pops up and they have to give the information. What do you think about that? Yeah, totally. I, I, I think that, and it also depends on what you're running, right? Like if you're running a pay-per-click advertisement that's already collecting that contact information, Obviously, right. you don't want to have another pop-up appear on the same search page, right? You just got to be right. – you got to think about the flow, you know? You have to think about your flow of the ad, as it were, like, okay, from ad on Facebook to landing page to mm -hmm. the very end to the follow-up drip campaign. All of that has to be thought about. Right. And I want to talk about follow-up too, actually. I'm glad you brought that up. The thing about – like. Agents, new and old, need to get it through their head that just sending them a free home value estimate specifically for sellers isn't going to work anymore. It, it's not – people can get that on Zillow. Yeah. And right. the worst part is is Zillow sets them up for failure anyways because it usually is 30% 30, 30 above what the market value of the, of the property is. Yeah. So they're going to already have a negative interaction with you 
if you're going, yeah, I'll give you a free home value. And then they're going to clap back immediately and say, well, this is 30% lower than what Zillow told me. Why is that? The, what's going on here? Mm. You've lost out on that sale. Yeah, totally. Come up with sellers programs, sellers like a, like a, a chest of goodies, right? Um, I've preached about it for two years, three years now, and I have yet to see somebody actually go for it. Set up a, a contract with an arborist or a lawn care company that during the, 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 sale of the house you're connected to them where they take care you know they give you a coupon to take care of, of beautifying the front of the, the front of the house sure for sale um come up with an idea where you know once the house is sold i give you a free carpet cleaning or whatever P agents need to think about that it's not mm -hmm. just when the house is sold your job ends that's not how it right. should be looked at yeah right the second you get that four percent don't just treat that person like a like a piece of crap. Give them something more. There isn't any value in a follow-up of a free home value estimate. Come up with a bigger item, a bigger, better object that makes you stand out. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah, right? Because, um, you know, like you said, anybody, everybody and their mother is giving, you know, HVAs, home value estimates or whatever, you know, like you can get that for free anymore, you know, so you're not really you're not offering a whole lot extra of value to your clients, right? But like you said, when you start to throw in things like, hey, you know, I'll sell your house in 30 days. Otherwise, I'll take 50% off my commission or whatever, st right. stuff like that. Okay, then right. you get the people's gears turning, you know? You have to have yeah. some kind of, well, I, this might be a little bit uh, too inside baseball, but we call that a lead magnet, right? You know, like you want to have a nice lead magnet associated with whatever right. you're running. Right. Um, the other thing too with that, I like, and Eugene's right. You need to take it one step at a time. You know, what's the advertisement going to look like on Facebook? What's the landing page going to look like? I'm, I'm doing this with my hands so Eugene can see, obviously, you can't <laughs> see it, so I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you know, what's the Facebook advertisement look like? What's the, the landing page going to look like? And then what's the, the end, you know, the end all, the giveaway that you're giving. Exactly. I actually like to think of it backwards. So I like to think, what's the value I'm giving this individual and what's it worth to me sure. right? as an agent? And people, once you, once you see it that way, yeah, that 50% hit on your 4% on your commission really isn't that bad because A, with the way the market is pretty much everywhere in the country, you're going to sell the house within 30 days. Sure. And B, you're still making 10 grand off of a you know, $100,000 house or whatever. You're still making some money. So my mentality is don't be scared at the thought of you have to take a – is the risk and reward worth it? And I think starting from the back end, what you're giving them is going to really quantify it for you and measure it out better um, all the way up to the Facebook ad. And the landing page itself I think is way more important than the Facebook advertisement can ever be. It's so limiting what you can do on a Facebook ad. Your landing page really has to freaking sell it. So going from, okay, I fully back what I'm giving them to – how can I sell it? It makes it a hell of a lot easier, at least for the first couple of landing pages and first Facebook ads you do. Yeah. I think. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. I, I, I think that you nailed it, you know? Like, you just have... I never thought about it thinking it from the end of the funnel, right? But that actually does right. make sense. Right. I mean, and that's the... Yeah, and that's the thing, too. Now you've become a professional at it. You've, you've become a master of it. Anytime... Because... I mean, even us with real estate agents, they owe, when, we, when we're doing demos, it's constantly a gotcha question, yeah. right? They want to know what they're not getting. So if you negate that and you get that sorted out right away, then you, you know, when they try and get you on a gotcha question, it's an easy clap back and you're able mm -hmm. to take care you're of like, it. You're like, no, I got you. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, start from the, I think start from the back, work your way up to the Facebook ad. 
Um, others, I, and if you guys think differently, comment about it in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Send it to us and beat Zillow. Let us know. Yeah, I'm curious what you. success you guys have had. Yeah. A um, couple other things that I want to talk about too. Uh, let's talk about like geo-targeting for a second. Yeah. I, I'm not, <laughs> it's cool. I'm the only geo-targeting I've seen be successful is on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not too sure about it on Google ads or Facebook or anything like that. Have you had any, any experience with it? Yeah. So, I mean, the, I guess th- from a simple Facebook ad perspective, I guess you can technically call geo-targeting building your audience, right? Because that's right. kind of what that is all about. But what I have seen a couple of, um, I'm just going to call them fancy clients of ours, do- using geo-targeting really effectively in their advertisements. So right. for example, I've seen somebody run an ad, right, where it's basically the one Facebook ad, but if they are in Albuquerque, show them this set of homes. If they are in Rio Rancho, show them this set of homes. So based off of the city, I can't think much more because, again, I think this is kind of an advanced skill, truth be told. But outside of that, right. um, in the real estate sphere, I'm, I'm drawing a blank as to how you can use it. But I think that there is a lot of opportunity there for sure. What do you think? I've seen – so uh, the big one – I'll talk about Snapchat briefly. Um, I don't use Snapchat anymore. I was into it you know, four or five years ago. Uh, <laughs> sure. Agents use it all the time. I think it's a great resource for real estate agents. Um, what I've seen work, Dustin Brome – was brilliant about it. He lives in Salt Lake City. Um, you know, he's you can advertise on Snapchat ge- ge- geographically. So, for instance, bef- you know, this was before COVID. Um, COVID nineteen before COVID nineteen, obviously, Real Salt Lake, the soccer team out there, was a big thing. Well, if you wanted to advertise in the stadium during the game, it was like absurd how much it cost to advertise, right? Right. What he did, what Dustin did was he went to all the hot spots around the stadium, like bars, uh, that, you know, that people pregame at before they go, uh, tailgates, things like that in the parking lot. And that's where he ran his advertisements for a it's fraction brilliant. of the that's price brilliant. of, yeah, of what it would cost, um, inside the stadium. So that's something to really think about. And I mean, God knows how many eyes he got on it. You know what I mean? So that's what that's that's where I can see geographic targeting really working out for you. Uh, we do have a Google specialist in office. He's a really great guy. His name's Josh. Uh, some of you may know him. He had a website. He has a website with us as well. Uh, he's he said to check out Google Discovery, uh, which is a tool that Google has that allows you to use audience targeting. Um, I'm not too familiar with it. I'm really excited to take a look at this. Uh, I want to. I just wanted to express the knowledge there for agents to take a look at as well. Maybe they can teach me something about it, <laughs> which is really cool. Uh, but that's another tool that Google has um, available to all users for targeting, for geo-targeting, and things like that. Sure. And Eugene, you you brought up Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Um, picking out your audience is exactly what that's for. Right. Uh, the successful things that I've seen there is Tesla builds a battery factory in Las Vegas, Nevada. Agent. Agent Jimmy in Las Vegas needs to target advertisements for homes for sale near that battery factory to Silicon Valley where Tesla is located. That's the best way I can see geographic targeting and Facebook being used. Um, you know, there's right. whether whether it generates a thousand jobs in the state, a couple hundred of them are going to be people from the company who have to transfer out here. Get them in a house. You know, that's a that's a pretty free sale. So keeping an eye out with what's what business trends are going on can help you geographically as well, totally. I think. 
Yeah, that's um, a great what, I, that's a great point. Um, I also, I and I think you've even brought this up in the past, but like you know, targeting people likely to move to a military base, you know, things like that. Like, yeah, military is an awesome mm-hmm. one, and that's and and then you can start thinking about other ways that are you can think outside the box of how to generate leads that way. If you're in San Diego and you know for a fact VA loans go, you know, they're everywhere out there. That's what you put on. You yep. get good SEO by putting that on your preferred vendors page. Create a the market report the, for VA loan homes. You know, like that. That's exactly. That's a great yeah, lead exactly. magnet. We talked about that earlier in the podcast. That's perfect lead magnet to use. Right, and, and the big thing for search engine optimization. Now you're landing on search results for people who are looking for VA loans or first time home buyer loans through brokered through through lenders, right? Not through real estate, and you're landing on a page for that. So not only can they go, okay, this is the this is the real estate agent I'm going to use because they're connected to this place. You know, a- Angie's list is a magical thing, and we have a baby version of it, which right. I love, which I think is. I don't know if I'm allowed to use it. Who the hell knows? <laughs> you did. But, you just did. So here we go. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you know, there's tons of different really cool ways to take advantage of of what's going on in your area geographically. With that said, I I appreciate your time, man. Did you want to bring up anything else or talk about anything else? Um, I mean, I really think we kind of ran the gamut there. The biggest thing that I would say, circling back around to just, you know, getting yourself out there, getting the lead magnets. If you have an IDX website, that's built in lead magnets right there, right? Take advantage right. of, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen our clients, our own Easy Agent Pro clients have, you know, an IDX on their website and just not really do anything with it, right? right. Build out your landing pages, build out your, we call them Insta farms, but build out your neighborhood pages. So then you can try and get that nice organic traffic to your website. That At the end of the yeah. day, that's what you're looking for. The worst excuse I've heard is, well, they, they'll just go on to Zillow. Yeah, right. yeah, probably. But that doesn't mean, what's to stop you from landing on a Google search? You're not in right. competition with Zillow. You're in competition with other agents on Google. Mm-hmm. That's the mentality you have to have. It, so the more exactly. stuff you create for your site, the better off you're going to be. There is no, there's no such thing as a silver bullet here. Yeah, and it's getting to the point where it's really frustrating to keep having to say it. You sure. know, agents agents say, "Oh, I understand that," and then they don't do anything. Right. Yeah, I be think the that one, the, be the one be the one percent that does something. The most frustrating aspect for me about, and I'm not ta- sorry, realtors, close your ears if you're sensitive. But the most frustrating aspect to me about realtors is that they think that it, this is some kind of get rich quick scheme, and it's not. You have to put in the work whether it's you know you going into a big office at Remax and you know you getting your leads from there or you putting in the work yourself by purchasing your own website and you know putting in the t- blood sweat and tears to get yourself that SEO I, I, at the end of the day you got to do the work got to right right uh, and the big thing too is it's patience, right? SEO is not something you wake up to and you go, "Oh, I'm on the first page in a week." <laughs> it could take months. It could take years, yeah. depending on where you're at. There's so many variables at play. But if you don't start, like Eugene said, you're dead in the water. Totally. With that said, if you guys do need a new website that's search engine optimi- optimized, <laughs> that has landing page generators for you to do pay per click ads for, free blogs, uh-huh. awesome support. Keep going. Check out <laughs> check out Easy Agent Pro. We've got a great deal going on through the podcast. If you enter in the code podcast upon checkout, Eugene, what do they get? Um, man, the podcast code is almost too good to be true. It's um, $99, not for one month, not for two months, not for three months, but you get that for four months um, with us. 
us on the pro pricing. So like on our um, on our 179 price plan, you'll get that at $99 for four months and the CRM free for life. And the setup fees waived. That's right. I can't forget about that because that's important too. Save you 200 bucks right there. Boom. Done. Podcast people are actually using it, which is great to see. We've actually had two sales last week on it, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of it. We know you guys are listening. We love when we're selling to people and people go, yeah, I listen to the podcast all the time. Take advantage of this. Now's the opportunity to take care of it. I'm telling you, this is going to be the best deal that we have on offer for a very, very long time. Totally. Find it, use it, love it. Uh, call us if you have questions. You can call us at 1-800-327-6623. Email us at support at easyagentpro.com or sales at easyagentpro.com. Uh, and with that said, thank you, Eugene, for spending some time with me. Let's go buy some stocks and <laughs> That's have <right>. fun. <laughs> uh, everybody have a great one. Catch you all later on. Thank you for listening to In The Lead. If you have enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us an honest review. For more great content, check out our blog at easyagentpro.com. And as always, we'll see you later.